The following episode contains explicit language and violence. Previously on Masks and Mayhem. So you all get to Echo Base, no problem. You're let in and head right up to Ramos' office, I imagine, unless you decide to stop in and say hi to anyone else. Speaking of people who work here, I have a question. When is my dinner with Lydia? Oh yeah, that's right. It was, it was supposed to be Friday. As you're on your way up the stairs, you see Lydia, who says, Ruby, I was going to call you. Are we, are we still on for tomorrow? All right, what you got for us, Ramos? And he points up to his wall, you know, the one that's like a screen, and he presses a couple buttons, and you see a map of the world come up, and a little ping coming from the Pacific Ocean, and it zooms in, and you see satellite image, kind of grainy, it's of a freighter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we have gotten word that a former whistleblower has been captured, and Union would like to recover him. You may remember him. His name is Bernard Allen. Oh, my boy. The one from uh, What's-His-Face's Party, the Australian guy. Yes, exactly. He points to the ship, and it brings up a little dossier. The ship is run by this man, Darren Chandler Harrison. Mr. Harrison is, well, a former smuggler who in the past two years has gotten into some more sensitive matters. He started shipping and trading in unusual artifacts, super weapons, and the like. As far as Union was aware, he hadn't gone into the kidnapping route, so this is definitely a change of pace for him. I want to pocket what I can that I can easily take with me. Yeah, there's not really anything that can like be pocketed. It's like pieces of like a spear similar to yours. You don't understand. The Blandians have really big pockets. Just take anything that I can take with me that I can like take back to the king. Like, do I know what it is? You can tell it's parts of a spear like yours, like a slab with some like Atlantean writing on it. How big's the slab? Like paper size. Are you telling me? Union sent me out here and I ain't got no fucking pockets. No, but the bigger thing here is what are you trying to put this entire slab? Like you can just put it on your on your back holster if you need to, if your if your main thing is about carrying it. Okay, well then yes, that's what I'm gonna do. I wanna take this with me. Okay. Uh does anyone else say anything about this? I see it's Atlantean. I, I get I get where he's coming from. It's up under the mission. Wait, what does it look like? I have an idea. Ooh. Stone with uh etched blue lettering on it. I make a fake one. Make one but fuck up the etchings. I make one, but the etchings are different, and I leave it there. That way they don't know it's gone. Yeah. Fuck those guys. They're not supposed to know we're here. Yardak helps you uh, write out the tablet so it spells out, we're no strangers to love, you know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's one of the things, you know how this goes. <laughs> also, it's worth noting that the door to the right inside the workshop, that it is, it also has no porthole. Uh, it is also the only one you've seen that actually has, like, a handle, like a normal door. 
I guess there's a chance he could be in that one. Yeah, I mean, I- I'm at the point where I'd be willing to put money on the fact that homeboy's in that room without the windows. Yeah. Let's do it. Cruel, they won't even let him see the goddamn ocean. <laughs> uh, who's, who's trying to go? I guess I'll take this one. Send Stealthy up there. I'm not even gonna need you to roll a check on this. You go to, like, do the handle, and the handle, it's, like, locked. You jiggle it a little bit, and you hear someone say, hello? Jimmy Johns? <laughs> do I hear that the guy says hello? Yes. Yardak, does it sound like the guy, because you're the only one here who's met him? It is very clearly, like, not an Australian accent. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wrong house. All right, now you're going to need to roll a stealth check, all of you. Ooh, good. 19 altogether. 31. 23. So you all get out, you close the door behind you, when you hear, like, as you're doing that, you hear the door, you just jiggle, like, open, and you hear, like, a footstep, and then another footstep, and you hear the door close again. It was just the ocean, dude, like... It was just the ocean. So you are now back in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Which way are you going now? Through the other door that we... The one on the left. Yeah, I guess that is kind of how we're going to have to get to those stairs, because I'm not looking to sneak through the top again. It's also worth noting that there is the room with all the crates in it also has another door as well. Which one? The one... Room on the left there has two doors, one on the right of it and one right above it into the room with the crates. All I can think of is to go back to the upper floor and investigate where we haven't looked there. Also, you definitely hear, like, uh, people up top still. Okay, let's go check that room out first. Like, are you going to come straight in from the right from the right side of it, or are you going to come in from the north of it? Didn't we look, and then there was people in that left room? Laserhawk just got a brief look from the opposite side and saw two guards, was all he could see. I mean, I feel like our best bet is going to be to just go through the center and then pop up into the crate. Yeah, that that's what I was trying to say. Roll another stealth check. Uh, 14. 34. 21. Yeah, you make your way into the crate room, and immediately from the door that has no portholes, you hear it open up. Um, and you're kind of, I imagine, got your backs against the wall, like, trying to just be very nonchalant, very not seen. Yeah. Does that work, or should I, like, jump behind a crate? You don't hear anything coming your way, but you hear the door open to the room you're trying to get to. Rather of you in my workshop. And the guys are like, nah, boss, just... Doing what you told us to do. We've been in here the whole time. All right. I thought I heard something. All right. I'm I'm going up. I'm going up to the bridge. You just keep guarding here. All right. You hear the door close, and you hear one of them go. What's What's his problem? Us. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna look through the crate room to see if there's fucking anything noteworthy here. Most of the crates have logos on them. Roll perception. Okay. Thirteen. I'm gonna try really perception as well. <laughs> Fourteen. Eight twenty-seven. I see some shit. Yeah, I think uh, the rest of you kind of just notice all the logos, except for Yardak, who realizes like there's only like two boxes that have no logos on them. The rest of them are all clearly from like organizations and stuff. Are, are the non-logoed ones really sealed up, or can I peek? They're definitely locked in some capacity. Um. All of these crates have either some kind of padlock or, you know, some kind of, like, rope around them. Like, you'd have to open them. Hmm. Well, that's a very opposite of stealthy thing. So, yeah, I guess we have to go into the room with the two guards. Yeah, that's kind of my best thought. Let's do it. Okay, if that's what you're gonna do. This seems like it's a bad idea. RC seems hesitant. 
GM inspiration. I'm gonna pray. There's only one room you haven't been into besides the bridge. The bridge you know has people on it, including the if you didn't pick up on it, the captain. Some of you are skilled in the art of distraction. Yeah, Ruby can make noises to make them go to other places. Rubber duck! Rubber duck! <laughs> Just fills an entire room with a giant inflatable duck. <laughs> like when you open like one of those inflatable rafts in a small place. I'm not actually going to do that. Okay, so the only place we've seen people is the bridge. Do we think... Is that like... So like the only people that are on this deck of the ship are these two guys. Far as you've seen. Where, where are we trying to distract people to get them away from? The bridge? I thought you were trying to get them out of this room. Okay. How about I try and get these guys out of the room by making a noise in another one? Like maybe a crash in that workshop or something? Sounds good to me. I am going to make it sound just a bunch of bookshelves like falling over in that workshop. Like that equivalent of sound. Just a lot of it all at once. Okay. Like, someone's playing goddamn dominoes in a bookstore. I don't know why I thought you were about to say you were going to make it sound like there were a bunch of bees, but I can think of very few things that would scare me less while on the middle of a boat than a large influx of bees. <laughs> I feel like they would run towards the sound of something falling like we should pick it up, as opposed to bees I would run away from. Alright, so you make it sound like basically there's a crash in that room, right? Mm-hmm. And I imagine that you've localized it like only the guys in this room are hearing it. Yes. Okay. Their heads perk right up, look towards the porthole to the to the center room. Should we go check that out? And the one guy goes, I don't know, man. I the boss told us to stay here. I guess I don't know, he gets really he gets really out of shape about that workshop though. Uh Can I make another crashing sound? Sure. Yeah, man, we should go we should go check that out. The bosses would be real real sour if like uh Stuff's falling over and we could have stopped it. Alright, yeah, yeah. Uh hey, you know what? You go there, I'll head topside and uh and let it and let him know, like, you know, break to him easy. <laughs> you go see if you can clean up anything there, and then they both go out into the center room. Should I go into the room that they were in and see what I can see? Roll perception. Twenty two. Alright, I'm not even gonna make anybody else, I think everyone else can kinda just get this by default. Mm. When you walk into the room, there's like a couple chairs, you don't see any people immediately, but you see like a cabinet, and you hear like a coughing sound. Just shove him in a cabinet? (laughs) (laughs) Housekeeping! Yeah, real funny, dickheads. I opened the cabinet. No, but seriously, we're here to rescue you. Wait, was that, was that an Australian accent? That was not an Australian accent. Oh. When you open up the cabinet, there's a man, and he's, like, chained up to the back of the cabinet. Is this guy dressed like one of the crew? He is not. His hair is a mess. He's got some matted blood, like, just all over his face. Alright, bud, I've got, like, 20 questions, and we've got time for, like, three. Who the fuck are you, and why the fuck did you get in here? That was two. Uh, when you open the cabinet, though, Yardak and Ruby, you recognize this person. Oh? Hmm? It is Kaito Tanaka, better known as Brigand. Brigand? Oh, jeez, not this one. Oh, are you kidnapped? No, I'm on vacation, sweetheart. I I kick him. Fuck. Shut up. We're not going to leave you here if you're kidnapped. We're the good guys. Where are the rest of the people being held? 
rest of the people. Nah, it's just it's just me. There's no Australian dude. No, no, nothing like that. In, uh, in, wait, insight. I'm gonna tell you an insight check to see if he's lying. Yeah, go for it. Not that twenty. Yeah, no. As far as you can tell, he's being completely serious. He has no idea what you're talking about. How long have you been in this cabinet thing? They shoved you in a cabinet. Like when you look at it, it's very technological. It's like it's made to hold a person. Like it's got like an outline for like a person to fit in. A very crude holding cell. And when I say crude, I don't mean like design wise. I mean like actually cruel would be a better word. Oh. Yee. I think I've been here for a couple months now. Have you been in here the whole time? More or less. And we're not friends, and I'm genuinely sorry for you. <laughs> like, well, hey, as much as I'm enjoying the Griswolds family reunion here, we've still got people to pick up. The little bit I know about Harrison is they don't normally hold people. He's he's, he's he moves product. No, this is a special setup just for me. I'll say, well, how'd you piss him off? <laughs> and he coughs up some blood. He says, "I failed him in Riverside." So that's who you were working for. I would say I'm sorry about that, but I'm not. Yeah, I never like to mess up on a job either. You are not the hostage we're looking for, so there has to be another one somewhere. I'm telling you, kid, there's no one. I All I know is I, I failed him, gave him his money back, I thought we were all square, and then a few months back, he uh, he basically shanghaied me. You got any of your buddies here? Are we getting out of here? Well, we gotta find the person we're actually looking for, but yeah, we'll take you with us. All right. Can someone get me out of here? Yeah, I, I guess I look to see if I can figure out how to get him out of there. Uh, yeah, there's like a few quick buttons you can just press and it like releases the controls and here it's like a tss. And remember, we're your rescue team. Don't try to double cross us, please. Yeah, kid, whatever gets me off this boat is fine by me. Little does he know he's leaving one cell to go to a different one. May I roll an intimidation check real quick just to be safe? Sure. All right. That's a net 20. So what do you do to intimidate him? As soon as uh, she releases him and says, can you please not betray us? I just sort of step right in his face. She said, please. I won't. And I want to, like, spark my fist for just a second. He's never seen me. I just go, oh yeah, we have a new friend. Yeah, he, uh, he kind of, like, looks you up and down, sizes you up, and he says, well, I doubt you're as fast as the other one, but... Listen, pal, I'm I'm not looking to double-cross anyone. You're my one ticket off this tub boat. As long as we have a mutual understanding here, we gotta get to the bridge. Any of you see my gear? What gear? My boots. You, you saw my gear the last time. I'm willing to put money on that being in one of the unmarked cases down here. Oh, yeah! Where, where to? I'm, if I'm gonna be any help to you, in this state especially, I'm gonna need it. Shoots on the crates in the next room over. Good place to start looking. He, uh, he kind of stumbles his way into the room. Try to be sneaky about it. We don't want them to know. I've broken into my fair share of places. I know how to do this. Fair. And he goes into the crate room, and you hear some commotion upstairs, but you don't really, like, uh, see anything. Nothing immediately adjacent to you. It sounds like it's all up on the bridge. Well, so yeah, because the crate room was empty in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So he goes in and he sees the uh, the boxes that are unmarked, and he just like kicks the lock and it breaks off. Okay. I don't know how stealthy that is. And he pops it open and he sees like his goggles, his boots. He starts like loading on his equipment. He's got like his glove with a little laser bit. And I go for the record, we're trying to get out of here without being seen. 
I mean, obviously they'll realize something's up when they realize you're gone, but... Well, yeah, yeah. No, we need to get out of here quick. They're... Again, we still have to find the guy we actually came here for. Alright, you lead the way. Prime's the uh, laser on his one glove. Hey, you both got lasers. Yeah, it's almost like we won't get along at all. So I suggest that we go back through the middle room, up the hallway, and then go up those upper stairs, because we haven't even looked at that part of the upper boat yet. To what part of the bridge? Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to be super sneaky, and, you know, I if need be, I'm willing to do a cool flip and kick three people in the head at once. Um, is there another part of the ship we haven't looked at besides the bridge? No, we pretty much explored this entire... I mean, except for the room with no windows, but, like... We've established that that's some kind of a workshop. No, 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 the... Well, no, the room adjacent to the workshop. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, we're down here, let's... Um, fuck it. Should we look in that room real quick? Especially if we're gonna be up top, then, with everybody else. We may as well look at it while we're down here. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Do you know what... Do you know what's in this room? Harrison's quarters. Captain's quarters. Keeps it locked all the time. Can you pick it with your laser or something? Maybe, I mean, no, maybe there's a map or something where he's, like, actually said where people are being held. If you insist, I don't know. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, you gotta give me some cover, though. Alright. Look, worst comes to worst, I'm stealing his wallet. Stealthy! He gets to work, and you hear some, uh, people from upstairs. Like, just moving around, or, like, making their way to us? They sound like they're pretty close to the staircase in the front of the ship. Work quick, work quick. Give me five more seconds. All right, I'm in. And he pops the door open after you. Go in, and I'm making a perception check. Eighteen. You know, I'll back that up. Yep. Uh, Well, hers is better than mine. I got a sixteen. Twenty-four. This is something you all pick up on. His room is, first off, so much nicer than the rest of the ship. Like, (laughs) But the second thing that stands out is that there is two walls that are just covered in stuff. One is entirely covered in, like, newspaper clippings and uh, not old nautical maps, and they are all in regards to Atlantis. And then the other wall is covered in additional Atlantean artifacts. I take my phone out and just take pictures, and I was like, we can't take all of those with us, dude. Yeah. But uh, with the wall of artifact things, is there anything small that could be taken with? And then I also then want to destroy what I cannot. I don't think we have time or able to stealth to destroy everything, Yurinak. Yeah. But we should definitely tell Union that he has all this stuff. This is good to know. I would like to look, is there a map or anything that would indicate what's going on in the rest of the ship? Is there a window in his room? Like, out to the, like to, out to see outside? Yeah. There's like a porthole window. Uh, can you open it at all? No. Oh. He was going to do something with the water. Oh, I'm just going to fucking just throw the shit in the ocean. Again, we're trying to be stealthy! That's what I was saying. If it can open, I'd, all I have to do is go, whew, and throw it through the window. How would it have, like, how would it have opened? I don't know. No. Gotta keep Atlantis out of his hands. I, we will definitely tell Union what this dude is fucking up to, and... Oh yeah, I could have told you that. He is obsessed. I, I mean, we figured you were stealing a bunch of ocean shit last time. Does he by chance know Tristan Wagner? No, I don't, I don't recognize that name at least, but maybe. Or an Adrian Hughes? That name I recognize. Again, I don't know if uh, if they're doing dealings, but uh, just the kind of dude who would get up is no good with someone like Hughes. Didn't y'all capture her? Yeah. Yes. Finally. Anyways, 
do I see a map or anything that would indicate what's going on on the rest of the ship? Like, yeah, you see, like, a, a map of the ship, and it kind of just matches with everything you've seen. You see, like, storage, you see quarters, you see engine room. He doesn't, he doesn't mark, I keep Australian hostages here. No. Uh, it is worth mentioning that the room that uh, Brigand was being held in is marked additional personnel with quotes in, around it. Is there another room marked additional personnel? There is not. Not on either of the, of the ship levels. Oh my god. Okay, how long ago was Australian Dude captured? What is his name again? Uh, Bernard Allen. And, I mean, uh, according to Union, it was very recently. Maybe that's why this dude hasn't seen him yet. This dude being broken. Let's try and leave this room the way it was. We, we gotta go find Mr. Allen. Only place we haven't checked is the bridge. Looks like that's where we're heading. What, I'm trying to think of a way we could distract them out of the bridge. I mean, you can make, like, a noise of, like, make it sound like somebody, <gasps> make it sound like somebody fell overboard. I have an idea. I need you to trust me. Oh, God. I'm scared. Okay. So I'd like to get to the top of the stairs and kind of see what I can see. Okay. Of the stairs of the, the ones that go into the bridge? Yeah. All right, roll stealth. I'm going to say it's no problem for you to move around, but uh, also you definitely hear people, you can hear people moving crates on the top deck. I'm kind of counting on that. And you also feel the whole ship kind of shift a little bit. Oh? Oh, fun. Uh, 33 on stealth. Yeah, you're able to peek your head up. All you see, there's two guys in there. One is Harrison, and one is a guy who is at the wheel. And they are all kind of scrambling a little bit. Harrison's on the intercom. Secure that cargo. We can't afford to lose any of this ship. Not right now. Is there, like, a door to the outside in this room? That I might be able to throw, I don't know, a Rubik's Cube through to distract them. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's doors on either side of the bridge. Are either of them open? No, not at the moment. They do have porthole windows. Yeah, but they're not open, so I can't chuck the Rubik's Cube through the door and make them leave. Oh, yeah. What if I throw the Rubik's Cube hard enough to knock both of them out? Yes, a brilliant plan, Seymour. <laughs> you you hear some people coming down the stairs in the front now. Like, people making noise and stuff on the other end of the lower deck. Oh, while we're doing this, here, we've been trying to blend in, so I, I make some clothes for Brigid that matches the crew. Okay. And I also give him a windbreaker, because he has the thing. Yeah. The glasses. Right, right, right. And he turns around, and he looks back. Alright, we've got three at the other end. They're They're coming this way. What, what are you trying to do, Laser Hawk? I mean, I was going to go up there and try to distract him and look around, but I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not seeing a way to do this without interrogating one of these motherfuckers. So you spent time with them. Which one do you think would be easiest to break? Not Harrison. He's he's a man on a mission, I'd say. You can maybe get the... the... Oh, no, no. I, one of the guards, not the captain. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you meant the guys on the bridge, which is the captain and the one guy. Oh. Um, you mean the guys that are coming? I was thinking, yeah, right? One of the guards, I think, would be easier to break than, like, anyone with any power. I'm guessing that was you that made all that noise. If we go into the workshop, if that one guy's still in there, he's a newbie. You could probably, could probably break him. Okay, let's go and see if we can break that guy. Alright, roll stealth. So much stealth today. Am I with them, or...? Oh, I guess that's the question. Are you going back with them? I, I assume, because you're on the staircase, you're not that... You're, like, a couple feet away from them. Yeah, I might as well. Come help us interrogate this dude. Like, you're way more intimidating than I am. Yeah, I was gonna say, I have stupid high intimidation, so... By the way, uh, that's a 35 on stealth. 21. 
Ruby's here for good cop. Um, who is going in first? Like, what's the order you're going in? Bad cop first. Laserhawk. I'll take lean. All right, Laserhawk, roll a dexterity check. Fifteen. You make your way in. He sees you, and he goes to raise his gun, but you're able to, like, stop him, pull his hand off the trigger, and put your hand over his mouth as the others are making their way in the room. I'm just going to roll the intimidate check right off the bat. That's going to be a 34. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm just going to lean in and whisper, Look, buddy, you seem like you have a lot of very valuable fingers that you'd like to keep in fully functioning order. So I'm going to ask you a series of very basic questions, and you're going to answer them as honestly as you are able, not if you understand me. And he has a terrified look in his eye, and he nods. I'm going to take my hand off of your mouth. If you make so much as a noise that is not a direct answer to one of my questions, your fingers won't be the only thing to go. You also look like you have 32 beautiful teeth. Do you understand? Yeah, he nods again. I take my hand off his mouth and say, we're looking for an Ozzy. Can you help us get to the barbecue? What the what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Do we really only have 32 teeth? Australian man somewhere on the ship. We're here to find someone. All we know is that he's an Australian. Can you help us? No, dude, there's no Australians here. Shit ton of weapons and, and, and stuff, and like... Did he kidnap anyone recently? Where the fuck is this dude? No, uh... I mean, that guy. And he points back towards Brigham. We, we got him a couple months back. Yeah, I got him taken care of. Newer than him. Is there anything on this ship that might be interesting to a group of cool-looking guys with masks? And, and he looks, like, flabbergasted for a moment. And he was like, well, Billy, Billy, he got a... He kind of makes, like, a motion, like... Because he was being a little too braggy at the bar recently. I don't know. Uh, that, that, was, that, was, that was, like, a week ago. I don't know if that could be related. He was talking about your friend over there to a guy at the bar. Ooh, what guy? I don't- I didn't know him. I just- I was there, and Billy got drunk, Billy got talkative. You know, B Billy did that from time to time, and then, uh, the others, they- they took him to the back of the ship. Makes, like, a gun motion. Threw him off the back. Oh. Shame for Billy. So, is our information just wrong? I was just saying is, did we get wrong information from a union? Because there are union crates here. Is there a mole in union? Brigham looks at you and goes, Here's a quick thought for you. Would you have come if Union told you you were coming for me? I, I mean, for the record, I would have, because I'm a hero, and like, you've been kidnapped, but may Union might not have cared as much. I would not have, because he was trying to get to Atlantis. Again, allegedly. <laughs> not allegedly now. I was right, I'm always right, learn to accept that. Well, we can get, he can give the information about that to people now. I, so are we saying that you're the only guy here, not Australian dude? I've been trying to tell you that from the beginning. I'm the only one. I'm the only one with a special, arra a special arrangement to stand up for a month and a half. I... Ew. Surprised you're still standing now. I sigh, look up at the crew member who I have in my hands and go, Well, I appreciate your help a whole lot. You seem like a good guy. 
and hope that one day you get your life figured out. And I need you to understand that what's going to happen next isn't your fault. It's because I'm really frustrated and I headbutt him right in the nose, hopefully knocking him out. He is straight out. Hey out there, just doing one last call for listener feedback. If you check out our social media pages or the show notes to this episode, you can find a link. 10 questions, mostly multiple choice. If you want to help us become a better podcast, be sure to check it out. Also want to take a moment to shout out at Dr. Casa and at Lord of Booyah on Twitter. They use the hashtag MayhemCast, and so now they are part of the MayhemCast universe in the form of Dr. Casa's Steakhouse and the Calypso's Captain, Darren Chandler Harrison. If you would like to be in the show somehow as well, be sure to use the hashtag MayhemCast and leave us a little feedback that way as well. But for now, let's get back to the game. Uh, and actually, when you let him go, uh, he falls onto a bookshelf, which falls over. Can I use a hero point to reactively stop that from falling? Okay. No, why, why would you do that? This covers our story of, like, crashing noises earlier. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that bookcase. Oh, yes, I did it to save some mahogany. No, I thought it was going to make a noise. No, it's not that. You saw all the copies of Chicken Noodle for the Teenage Soul. You wanted to save it. I get it. Just don't waste your hero point on it. It's not worth it. They can get more copies. Amazon's a thing. And also, he can use that as the excuse of why he got knocked out. I guess let's get out of here. If we're, if we're really sure. I'm, like, so scared this Australian dude is still here, even though I know he probably isn't. Ruby's very concerned. Can I roll an insight real quick, just to make sure he isn't yanking our chain? I already rolled an insight check on Brigand. Oh, I thought he was rolling it on the crew member. Oh, okay. I mean, he's already knocked out, but just to be sure. I mean, that's a nat 20. I know all. I know what this guy's mom's name is. Again, yeah, as far as you could tell, he was being 100% truthful. He was scared shitless. I look up at the other ones. Well, I have no reason not to believe that guy, and we've Look through this place pretty thoroughly. I think we've got our dingo. Yeah, I feel like he's probably not on the bridge, right? Like, that's the only place we haven't looked. You say we just try to get out of here? Yeah, I, that's... I feel like that's our best bet. Let's press our button. Brigan kind of, like, pulls his gloves a little tighter. Yeah, I'd prefer it. I know you would. And I go, have you really not, like, sat down in months? They let me out every once in a while, but not really. Well, at least you can sit on the plane. Got a Rivix cube if you're interested. To be clear, wait, you had mentioned about hitting the panic button or whatever. Are you trying to call the plane to the boat, or are you going to try and get back onto your boat first? Oh, that's right. We should try to get back to our boat, and I was like, we got a boat we got to get to. A smaller boat with less scary rooms to hold you in. Which way are we going? You guys are in the captain's quarters still. Or sorry, you're in the workshop now. I mean, I feel like we should probably go through the southern staircase just because we're already more familiar with that path. Roll stealth. Ooh, that is a fucking six, and then what is Fifteen. Not, not twenty. Twenty-nine. All right, yeah, you all make your way up without issue. You get up to the top floor again, and the rain is coming down something fierce now. Everyone's kind of gathered around, like, the mast areas, like the crane, trying to get all the boxes, like, consolidated. We're all dressed like them, and maybe they won't pay attention to think we're part of the crew. Our boat's on the starboard side. Let's go. And I go, and stay by me. I still don't trust you completely. Everyone roll stealth and deception. An eight, nine, 17 stealth. 23 stealth. 
33 stealth. 23. 16 deception. 24 deception. I imagine you guys are all making your way along the starboard side. Mm. Everyone's kind of been focused on getting the boat all together. Do you all kind of stay as a group when you do this? I think so. Because we A loose group. Loose group, yeah. Serpentine. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. You hustle your way up there. You're just about to your dock area. Mm-hmm. Uh, when suddenly you hear over the loudspeaker, prisoner has escaped. Repeat, the prisoner has escaped. Be on the lookout. Hustle. Are we almost there, Yardak? We gotta... We, we used you to get in here to begin with. Probably have to use you to... Are we close enough that I can raise the boat up real quick so we can jump in and then take off? Yeah, you're just about there. I think you're gonna have to like let them in first before you can get on. Yeah. Everyone uh, roll a strength check. Oh, hell yeah. 18 plus 8, that's 26. I got an 18. 17. The boat rocks really hard, and you almost lose your footing, but you're fine. Um, but you do notice that the tether on the rope is... You do notice that the tether on the rope is starting to become a little, like, ah. loose. Like, it goes between loose and extremely taut. And then, Dan, roll uh, a dodge check. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. I forgot to put the points in there. It's a 24. You kind of just sense it moments beforehand, and you're able to duck out of the way, and a trident just stabs into the ground in front of you. Uh, what the fuck? This is right after you got everyone on the boat. You just hear someone yell, Atlantean scum! Uh, and you turn around, and it's Harrison, who just looks, like, furious. We have to go now. Yarnak, get on the fucking boat! I grab the trident and jump into the boat. All right, roll, uh, roll a dexterity check. Not 20! All right, yeah, you got a hold of the trident and pulled it right out then. Maybe make your water powers and make us get away from this boat fast. Take my sword out and just cut the rope instead of trying to, like, untie it. Ooh, I love that. And also, uh, it's a... I refuse to be called a murder hobo for this, but they have a lot of Atlantean stuff on here, and they're trying to do something with Atlantis. Am I able to puncture a hole into the hull of the ship and drown them? Or at least capsize the ship or something. No! They make a big wave? Topple the ship? You can try. We can make a giant iceberg for it to run into. Iceberg, get ahead! Um, no, seriously, what are you doing? Like, you're, the boat that you're on, the little raft, is now free of the ship. Get the fuck out of here is what we should do. As Ruby's driving away, I try to knock this boat over with a, as big a wave as I can. With my hero point, I'm going to power stunt, because I didn't use it, and try to knock this boat over. I know it's fucking huge, but we're going to try. Yeah, roll for it. I mean, if nothing else, it will distract him enough, hopefully. 19 with a 10 modifier. It's 29. You tip the boat sideways, and it almost goes over, but then, like, another wave comes from the from the storm and, like, crashes over it. Like, the whole deck is, like, all fucked up now. Well, we fucked up their day, at least. I guess. Hopefully, at least some of their cargo washed away. I still wish I would have stolen this guy's snow globes. Oh, and I clicked the button now to get the ship to come to the plane. It hits the water around you, but there's, like, some gunshots coming from the boat. Mm. But you're speeding away. And eventually you get out of range. Eventually you get far away from the boat, uh, and you get to like kind of the outer edge of the, the storm as it starts to let up, and the vulture kind of hovers down to the water level to let you kind of just slide right into it. So we're on the vulture now? You're on the vulture now. Great, I'm going right to the intercom. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get Ramos on the line right away. At this point I'm pissed at Ramos. 
I mean, I kind of assume Ramos had bad intel, right? And he comes up on the view screen. Is it done? So was there ever actually an Australian guy, or are we just here to get brigand? I don't follow. What? He was the only one that was that was kidnapped, and I point to Brigitte. We were on like a video call, right? Yeah. And I point to Brigitte. And he and Ramos cocks an eyebrow. I see. So you had no idea about this? No, no, that was not part of the itinerary for this mission. And Brigand goes, "Yeah, thanks for the rescue, though." And I go, "We did not see him there." You're saying Mr. Allen was nowhere to be seen? No, we search every room of the ship. That is separately distressing, but I'm sure. Put our combined resources towards getting him back. Good work, though. Recurring this asset, then. He's been a thorn in your side for some time, I believe. If you want to, like, actually lie down, Brigand, there's, like, a bench over there. And he, uh, he does that. He takes off his boots and his gloves, and he kind of just, like, lays himself over a couple chairs. And I snatch the boots and the gloves. Roll a dexterity check. Plus, where's my dex? Where's my dex? Five. Seventeen. Before you can get to him, he actually hasn't taken the one glove off, and he points it at you like the laser glove. Yeah. Not so fast. This is this is my equipment. <laughs> Play nicely. Can I roll an intimidation check? Go for it. I'm imagining like he has the laser like finger pointed right at your chest right now, Yardak. Yeah. So twenty seven on intimidation. And what do you do? I do the exact same thing that he's doing, only with a taser fist pointed at him and say, Come on. He just wants to see if he looks cute now. Ruby is going to rub her head and go, I miss when there were other girls on this team. He takes the glove off and he throws it right at you, at your chest yard. He says, fine, take it. I'll get another pair if I gotta. Thank you. And I pull out the Rubik's Cube from my pocket and I hand it to him. You've earned yourself a pastime. This is going to be a long ride, buddy. He puts it on the table in the center and just like lays it back down along the... I think he's sleeping. <laughs> Two things. One, Brigand. I don't know what kind of thoughts you're having, but... You're not getting set free. We're taking you to Union. And two, Ramos, where did you get this intel? I forgot Ramos is still on a video call with this shit. That's fine. He got to watch me be a real badass for a second there. Ramos takes all this in and he goes, well, we had a source in Australia that said uh, Harrison had captured Alan, but clearly that was unsubstantiated. What's the name? I don't know the informant's name, unfortunately. It came through back channels. Well, we're going to have to find that out. All right, I'll start contacting my Australian counterparts. But you all rest up. I'll see you in, well, in the morning, I suppose. See you in the morning. What do you do now? Are you just going to rest up? or As much as I can on a plane. I put I put on relaxing music again for Yardak. Absolutely not. And what is Laserhawk doing? Uh, I've got an eye on Brigand this entire ride. Smart move. But to say, like, even if, even if I'm going to try to relax, I'm not sleeping on this plane. That's a fucking surety. I trust him like I trust an Applebee's server. I don't. So the trip back to Echo Base goes fine. Ship's in good condition. The weather, the storm didn't really affect it, so you didn't have to stop in Los Angeles. The second you get back, though, there is a team of people ready to take Brigand into custody. Oh, yeah, and I've got solar shotguns pointed directly at his back. Look, we found an old friend! When you bring Brigand down through, like, the main bullpen, you see Frank, and he kind of just, like, cocks a fist because he's just so happy that you caught him. I look up at Frank, and I say, Dad, is it okay if our friend stays the night? And he goes, yeah, we'll make him a room. Brigand resists a bit, but they take him down to sub-level four. Oh, I was hoping he'd resist a bit harder. He's down there with all your other buddies now, and Ulrich. 
Yeah, all of her other bunnies and genuinely are bunny. Yeah. Ramos comes and thanks you. Thank you. Again, I'm going to look into, well, our faulty intel immediately, but I appreciate your hard work in apprehending Mr. Tanaka here. Yeah, neat. Hey, Ramos, something you should know about. That boat had a bunch of your boxes. Not surprising. They've been, like I said, they've been dealing in super weapons and, and a string of thefts recently. Oh, oh, and then also, I airdropped some of that photos for me. I was like, this was in the captain's quarters. Do you still have, like, a tablet on your back? Yes. But that's that's me. That's Atlantean. I'm not giving that to them. Yeah, and I went, Yardag managed to get nope, that, and I... we're I, not going to talk about it. No, you can't stop. I don't think she... You never told her to keep that secret, so I think it makes... Wait, wait, wait. Maybe I misunderstood. Is it not, like, visible on your back? Yeah, it's definitely visible. Oh. So, I was like, you're not, he's gonna notice that, right? Well, I ain't gonna show it to him. I mean, I was like, I think they noticed this at the end, but anything we took out of there, I tried to replace. Any seizure pictures? Atlantean artifacts? Uh, yeah. He also basically brigand uh, confirmed what we thought from the beginning, that he was trying to steal that stuff to get to Atlantis. You gotta keep an eye on that Harrison character. Yes, this is clearly a concerning. Thank you so much for this intel. This will be invaluable to our teams. Like he definitely saw Yardak as we were leaving, because I heard someone yell Atlantean scum, so... Seemed like a possibility once you got the asset. I knew it would be difficult to get out there undetected, but you did exactly as I asked. They only saw us as we were getting away. I look up at Yardak and say, Man, first the nosy neighbors, now the racist landlord. You're having a big week, huh, buddy? Are you doing anything else while you're at Union? It's morning now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been, like, between the, both of, between the trip there and the mission. Okay, then never mind, I'm getting an almond joy, it's breakfast. Yeah, I think I'm good. Gonna, maybe get a, maybe get a little rest before dinner. Yeah, so you get to Dr. Casa's Steakhouse, just like Alvarado had said, she's at the bar, and you see, like, one half drink and drink, and one, and one finished drink in front of her. I go, hey Lydia! Ruby! Ruby, you're here. Thank goodness. I'm glad you came. I already had them get us a table. Let's make our way over. Great. What are you getting to eat? You've had a long day, I imagine. Yes, and I go, steak sounds great. Yes, yes. Uh, and the waiter comes over and gets your order. Do you get anything to drink? Uh, whiskey sour. I'm so glad we're doing this. We haven't caught up in a while. and, and... Yes, it's always good to have some one-on-one time. Yes, the last time we all went out, I, and she takes a whole, like, she finishes her drink with, like, a big swig. Ruby, I'll be real honest, there's something I've been meaning to tell you for quite some time now. Oh, really? You remember the incident, of course, with the Quarnian. Of course. Your team's help was invaluable in recapturing the creature, but there's a reason why your blood sample infused it in such a way. Really? Your experience with that meteor gave you your powers. Yes, I've always wondered about that. At first, I thought it had just done like it does for any post-human, that it had simply unlocked that genome inside of you. But she kind of, like, clinks her drink back and forth a bit. Is something wrong? No, no, nothing's wrong. You're... You're fine. It's just... Ruby, it didn't unlock post-human abilities. It... Ruby, it changed you. Oh. Wow. Ruby, your DNA is 
It's half alien now. Oh my god. Chapter 36 After Hours Trading Part 2 Masks and Mayhem uses Mutants and Masterminds 3rd Edition by Green Ronin Publishing. We are not affiliated. The podcast is written, produced, and moved from one prison to another by myself, R.C. Byler. Don't forget to check out our listener survey in this episode's show notes. Masks and Mayhem is a member of the New England Podcast Consortium. Other members can be found at newenglandpodcasts.com. Our official art is by Jen Evans, and our branding is by A.J. Solomon. Our theme music is by Cloud Road Music. Additional music credits, social media links, blog posts, and episodes can be found on our website at masksandmayhem.com. I'll be honest, I was promised R.C. doing an Australian accent at the beginning of this episode, and I am let the fuck down. I thought about both of them being there, and like I kept going back and forth when I was prepping, and I was like, I can't. I can't make myself do this again. Danko! Danko! Shrimp on the bobby! Yeah, so you're better at this than I am. Uh, what did we think? This is really fun. I like that there was like a twist. Oh, that Ruby was still like, I don't believe you. Yeah, and I like that it was like, we had like a lot of roles to do, but it wasn't like just fighting. It was like... Take out the sword at all till we were leaving uh, when I cut the rope. I loved that. That was awesome. I was just thinking, I was like, we don't need this fucking rope. I want to destroy it. And I wish that I could have like screen recorded my face once I realized what was happening with Ruby. <laughs> like, at what point did you actually predict what I was going to say? At 100%. Damn it. But but not until you were in the process of like... Yeah. I thought you were. Go- I didn't know you were going to say alien. I thought you were going to specifically say I was part Korean. So I'm an alien. That's cool. Guess I got to deal with that shit. I was going to say, yeah. I really do feel like there should be some actual like emotional fallout for Ruby from this. Ruby's going to ask, is there like a union specific therapist I can talk to? Because some shit's gone down since I've been doing this. Ah, uh, yes. His name is the Great Gazoo. If I do have to say, like, one downside from this episode, uh, not having an interactive map was kind of a hassle for I just know. trying to keep everything in mind. And I realize that there's not a whole lot you could have done about that, RC, but all I ever do is fluff your ego in these post-episodes, so... That's fair. No, I, I agree. Not having the interactive map did hamper the whole situation. I like that I'm an alien. Works well for Ruby. Really into a space show turns out to be an alien. Like, Yeah, it felt thematically right. I felt particularly useful in the not-typical laser hog way. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, you were very. You had to use your more of your military background than anything. And I think I only knocked out one guy, and honestly, that's just because I thought I was lied to by Ramos. 
Yeah, that would, I, was like, I was wondering why you like just straight up knocked him out like that. I thought it was just to keep him quiet. I mean, like, that too, a little bit, but it's more so like, well, I just got lied to. I gotta take this out on someone. Sorry, buddy. See, I think it's because it never occurred to me, or it never occurred to Ruby that R- Ramos had lied to them, because Ramos is such a, like, straight arrow, that I was like, oh, he just had bad en- intel, like... Yeah, my immediate thought was that he lied. I still think he's lying, honestly. But, no, like, I feel like he wouldn't lie to, like, someone specifically going on a mission. Like, I don't think he would put, like, assets in danger in that way. Look, the important thing is the Patriot Act has affected us all negatively. (laughs) Too real. Ramos would lie to the general public, but I feel like if he's going on a mission, he would tell you the truth. Because he wouldn't want- he probably wouldn't want me looking around like an idiot later, like, where's the fucking Australian? And, Dan, what did you think about the enemy for tonight's episode? I want to really kick his ass, and I think that it's going to open up a lot more options of bringing Atlanteans into the story. Especially with this tablet that i got to figure out what it is. It's actually a Kindle. It's just, the, it's just an Atlantean Kindle? Well, I guess uh, it wouldn't be Kindle, because it's in water. I guess it'd be like a bubble. 